þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. You're recording the sounds. Are you also recording? I am recording sounds. Sounds, okay. sounds, sounds in my machine. Sounds there in your machine. Sound. There are sounds in my machine. Okay, um, so ready? So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Oh no, you were too late. Me? Yeah. Oh. It was a delay. Well, uh, it's a delay on your part. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I mean, let's try it again. Uh, okay, you do it. Okay. Um, so no one told you life was gonna be this way. Okay, we got it. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think we got okay. it. Okay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> We are online. <laughs> Jurassic Park is back online. You, your clap came in like a second after my clap. Oh, well, it sounded in sync on my end. Yeah, it's that's that's how it sounds. I bet uh, uh, you're gonna do the editing this time, right? Sure. Yay! <laughs> so it's your headache. Okay, so let's do it one more time then. Okay. So no one told you life was gonna Hey, be... wait, ah, what happened? I don't know. Your voice turned into uh, some weird noise. Let's try it again. Okay. So no, no one, one told you life was gonna, was gonna be, be this, this way. way. Got it. Yeah, you're always after. Yeah, it's funny. But I guess it works. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we will figure we will figure, uh, we figure it out. So you're in Finland. I am, I am in Finland. I am on my second hotel room of four hotel rooms in four days. Touring like a true comedian, the sad cities of Suomi, which is the Finnish word for Finland. Is that where um, someone I was dating was from? Yes, that is where someone you were dating was from. Oh, is it a nice place? I mean, what, uh, Finland? Suomi. Suomi is the word for Finland, my I friend. I just realized that after I said it. That was... Yes. It was probably one of the <laughs> dumbest things I've ever said on this podcast. It is the dumbest thing. We're on top ten of the dumbest things you ever said. That's... Uh, not realizing that Suomi meant Finland is the dumbest why don't why don't why don't you do like a BuzzFeed article of the top ten dumbest things Jono has said in Australia? <laughs> it wasn't dumb at all, Jonathan. You're too hard on yourself. Oh man, I am so hard on myself, especially this week. Wow. Oh uh, really? Yes. So why don't we just get into it? <laughs> I'm an Australian. Uh, and I'm an Icelandic person. And, and together we are. are... Australia. Australia. 
our Jesus. show with our voices on it, and we say many things. Australia. It's a podcast on the internet, and sometimes we say embarrassing things. Australia. <laughs> I get over it up in about a week, but then we tape another show and everything happens again. Australia, a vicious circle. Uh, <laughs> a vicious circle. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I gotta, yeah, yeah. This this is gonna have to be a short one. Yeah, I'm sorry to say. That's good for me. I, I, I have to run. I have okay. to run to. to All right. Uh, so shall we get straight uh, into things. the embarrassment of the week? It's uh, so hard to do out of sync. It is. Do you do you want to go first? Okay, I can go first, I guess. Uh, uh-huh. Let's see. I hadn't really thought about any embarrassing thing. Well, the embarrassing thing of the week is yeah. that I was yesterday, uh, well, yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday, uh, traveling. I was, uh, you know, doing a uh, uh, thing with my uh, my friend Ivar. We were showing uh, a double feature of Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness at Hurra. We were yeah. screening uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, those those classics, and afterwards, uh, but we were both traveling to Finland at the same time because he has a girlfriend here in Finland, so. Uh-huh. So I said goodbye to him and Hura. I said, okay, uh, he was going to pick me up uh, in the middle of the night. And then we were go- uh, uh, going to drive me to the airport. Well, not him per se, but his parents. Because he has this thing that with his parents where his parents love him and stuff. And they do stuff for him. So they actually just both of them Aww. like drive him to an airport. Which is like an hour drive, a 40 minutes drive. Now, That's really so lovely. Yeah, that's very lovely. So he says uh, his parents are going to pick him up and then pick me up. Okay, so I stay a bit at Hurra and I meet a couple of friends, uh, a couple of mm-hmm. female friends, and they come yeah. to my place, the, the, the friends, and we have ourselves mm-hmm. a gay old time of partying. We drink a lot of beer at my house yeah. and watch, watch music videos uh-huh. and <clears throat> also have uh, some of the poppers. And it's very funny and and uh, and amusing. Now what, you love those what, poppers. Yeah, well, that, yeah, it's just it's a very fun party trick, you know. So we um, started watching these music videos, and before I knew it, we were very drunk. So all of a sudden, uh-huh. I'm in a, like a, just in a drunk after party at my place, and. My friend calls me, he is waiting outside with his parents, and I said, oh yeah, that's right, I'm leaving the country. So, <laughs> just quickly pack my shit and jump outside along with two girls, and that's what they see. They see the two females leaving my apartment. Nothing happened, but uh, it looked, it kind of looked embarrassing for me, and especially when one of the girls said, hey, can you give me a ride to my place? So uh, um, my friend's parents gave a, 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 a friend, my friend, a ride, and we were both drunk. And I was trying not to be drunk the whole ride, and that 
I found it embarrassing for the first like three, four minutes. Then I just started finding it extremely funny the situation I was in. What were the What were the How did the parents deal with this? Were they I just think, polite and conversational? Yes, they were, and I think they didn't notice a thing. Hmm. I might be very, very wrong there, but that is my understanding of the situation. I thought. Yeah. I think I was very. In my memory, I was very charming, saying all sorts of funny things. But maybe in reality, I was just being like, "Hell, no! I got a goddamn Trump, Hillary, but I, stuff like that." I, I remember you in your memory uh, were somewhat charming when you were trying to get into America, and that ended well. Yes, well, sometimes. I'm not so charming when I'm drunk, but sometimes I am very charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but especially, especially to other drunk people. You know. Yes, yes, indeed. That, 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 that is the magic of alcohol. If you are not the drunk one, you will not experience the charm. But if you are drunk one as well, you will join the other drunk ones in the, in the big old bubble of charm. Of charm. Also known, also, no, also known as self-deception. <laughs> so that was my embarrassment this of the week. Well, it wasn't very embarrassing, but it, that, there it is. Okay, well, mine's a doozy. Yes, so. I heard. Because you warned us about this on the internet. So you're actually yes. going to tell us. I am going to tell you. And actually, I deliberated for quite some time trying to work out whether I really want to because it's it's very it's a bit personal and I was like well I'm probably going to eventually use it in stand-up so um, I may as well just get it out there it's just that my instant thought was when I deliver some of this information I know that there's going to be people who will approach me and go how's the blah blah um mm, yeah okay so okay so here it goes um so I was experiencing an uncomfortable itch. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I was experiencing an uncomfortable itch and I booked myself an appointment at the doctor. And uh, I... Oh, no. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So I went into the doctor's and I sat there, and I, in my mind, had an idea of what I probably had because in the last couple of weeks, I have been white girl wasted a few times, and mm -hmm. I've been in situations where I have not really remembered much about the people I went, I took home. Uh, so I went into the doctor's office, and uh, and I walked in, and he said, "Talatoishlandsku," uh, which to our English-speaking listeners means, "Do you speak Icelandic?" And I said, which is, "I'm sorry, I only speak a little bit." And he said, "Oh, okay. Where are you from?" And I said, "I'm Australian." And he said, "Oh, uh, are you that Australian comedian?" Mm -hmm. uh, and I said, "Yes." I, I am that Australian comedian. Uh, he's, and he said, I haven't seen you yet, but I've been wanting to for a long time. 
I've heard really good things about you. You perform with Hulaker, don't you? Yes, I do. And he said, oh, great. What can I do for you today? And I said to him, um, I think I have crabs. Crabs? <laughs> Cra crabs? <laughs> and really, I didn't. I thought they were like, uh, uh, like extinct. Well, okay. So here's what his response was. I said, I think I have crabs, and he said, Oh, that's old-fashioned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And he said, Okay, well, better hop up on the bed and take a look at you. And so, you know, it's, you know, obviously my, my ex is a, is a doctor. I know to them, like when they're looking, it's, it's a bit like looking under the hood of a car. It's not anything that special. Um, and, uh, so, but the, the weird thing was, so he had the gloves on and, you know, you're just, you, you know how, when, have you ever had a doctor examine your junk? Yeah. Yeah. And you know how you just sort of stare at the ceiling. You just kind of, you don't yeah, want to watch. Yeah, well. No, I mean, I, I don't remember exactly where I'm staring at the time, yeah. but yeah. Well, I was just sort of staring at the ceiling and I could feel, I mean, he didn't have cold hands, which was a plus, um, you know, and he was just sort of having a look around, having a peer in with his little magnifying glasses. And, uh, and then, so I, he, I mean, he, he must have been centimeters away from my penis, mm -hmm. um, inspecting to see if they were indeed crabs. And mm -hmm. uh, so I'm looking at the ceiling and then suddenly I hear this voice say, so when can I see you perform? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know. I was like, oh, in my head, I was like, really? Are we doing this? Are we, this is, oh, wow. Um, so I just went, oh, I think we're doing one last Australia, the show not the podcast, on um, on November 9, I believe, at Hura. Oh, I really must get down to that. And then he kind of just, like, as soon as he finished his sentence, my undies sort of snapped up. Um, like, <laughs> and uh, and then, then he went over to his desk and he said, um, yes, it is them, um, but I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to look this up because uh, I've, I've never had to diagnose this. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Because, because it is almost extinct in Iceland and actually in most of the world. And the reason for that, I remember a paper that my ex was reading once in that the, the crab is the pubic lice is, is on the way out because so few people have pubes anymore. Um, yes, well, for, for us, us Icelanders uh, who don't know what crabs is, it's flat loose. Mm. Which is a very strange title, I guess the animal is, it means flat lice. Yeah, it is quite flat. flat. It's very flat. Also, it's, yeah. It's okay. so flat it's... that some people, when they, when they have it, they don't even know they have it because it just looks like a faint freckle. Um, ugh. Ugh. Uh, yeah, but so... anyway, anyway, so. <laughs> so I, had didn't to... Want to, I didn't want to be disgusted by your new pets. Thank you. Uh, but so then, then he, he, um, he uh, had a few phone calls to the, the sexual health center, which in Iceland is called Skin and the Other Stuff. Um, yeah, Kim. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so he, he found out, you know, the treatment, which is a cream, 
which, by the way, I want to say, in Australia, if I had this problem, I would go to a pharmacy, I would tell them, I would spend 10 bucks, and I would have the cream. Yeah, in, well, it uh, sucks. I mean, the whole sexual uh, health thing in Iceland kind yeah. of sucks because it's such a process. You have to get a prescription yeah. uh, for yeah. everything. And also, everyone in Iceland is fucking each other. So every, the, the whole the whole uh, uh, contamination rate should be like... Yeah. Uh, well, on here's level, the thing, so, though. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. The people I have I have slept with in the past couple of months, none of them have been Icelandic, and that's why I got crabs. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because they were yes. So yes. you have you have refugee uh, STD. Oh, Hule, you did not say that. Yeah. Yes, because you. <laughs> <laughs> your crabs, your STD, which are the crabs, they. They smuggled themselves to the country oh, using okay. people, people as rafts. You so know. they're that's, like that's, the boat that's... people of lice. <laughs> they're like the boat people of lice. Oh my god. I tried to save it, we made it worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but it doesn't end there. It doesn't end there at all. So then I, I said to him, so is there anything else I need to do? And he said, well, you know... Um, I don't want to tell you you have to do this, but um, you know, re like recurrent uh, infestation can happen. Uh, however, it's less likely the less hair you have. So I said, yeah. I, I said I need to shave, don't I? He said, well, it it will get rid of them quicker and easier. So, so then, because uh, my 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 electric razor beard trimmer broke so then i had to go to kringland i'm gonna, just gonna say that for a slight uh, like a fraction of a second there i thought you were saying my electric razor beatrice and i thought you named your electric razor beatrice <laughs> which i think Beard is adorable <laughs> beatrice <laughs> yes <laughs> I will now. <laughs> this oh, is there Beatrice. <laughs> there you are, Beatrice. Yeah. Uh, we my... have to, we oh. have experienced many a moment together, me and Beatrice. <laughs> remember when you, you remember when you got rid of those boat people? Crabs. Those boat people of lies. Um, boat people of lies. So so then I had to. Here's the dilemma which I've never had to have before. In Iceland, when you are in some way, as was clearly demonstrated in the doctor's office... Oh, no, wait, I need to backtrack a second. Because he said, um, you know, you need to sh shave and you know, go, go get the medicine. And I said, well, can I... The, the cream, if, it's, if it might come back, can I have two? Um, because it's embarrassing enough having to go to the pharmacy and get this. And he said to me, oh, yes, oh, yes. Oh, I promise I won't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. That, then and I said that he is I said that. I should think not. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> my story. <laughs> That's me. But in my head, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to tell everyone anyway." Um, but uh, so then I went to the far. The dilemma was going to deciding which pharmacy to go to. And so I have performed so much in the last six months that so many Icelanders in shops. Have recognized me when I've been like buying eggs, buying condoms, you know, buying bread, like 
that so that, how do you how you, do those people just stop you and talk to you or do, or do you feel them staring no when you get to the counter because i'm not i'm not like Björk famous i'm not you famous so and i'm not I'm, me famous well i mean you're famous but you're less approachable um yeah, well, okay i mean you yeah. just have this air about you of like oh leave me alone whereas i have a friendly face and i talk to people oh, so funnily funny this this, I, this kind of makes me feel better when you said this it, it uh, when you said that i have a leave me alone air about me that yeah. makes me feel kind of good. I didn't know I had that, but now I feel like a, I feel like I have a superpower then. Yeah, well, I mean, I felt that way. When I first met you, I got this sort of hint of, you know, just leave me alone. And I was like, well, I'm going to break down that wall. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, don't well, respect, I don't respect barriers. Um, <laughs> you put up a velvet rope. I'm just going to knock it down. Um, but uh, so, okay. yeah, so uh, that's they, they just talk to me when I go to pay for shit. Um, like, like I told you that time when I was in the, the, the magazine shop and this one mm. woman, I was buying a magazine that I was in, which was embarrassing enough. And she's like, Oh, I saw you at the drag show. And then I went to get a bagel from the other lady and she was like, I saw your Ted talk. Um, I saw your Ted talk. I'm so glad I tried to kill myself once. I was like, Oh, this is awkward. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is awkward. I just wanted to buy a magazine with me in it. Um, but so I had this, I had this, um, this thought of, okay, which pharmacy am I least likely to run into somebody who has seen me perform? Um, and so I figure maybe the one at Kringland because, you know, it's a little bit further out of town. Uh, anyway, so I, I went into the pharmacy at Kringland and I walked in and uh, I went to the counter and before I even, she called my number, before I could even speak, she said, oh, you're so funny. Okay. And I said, well, oh. she said, I love the bits you do about the aesthetic language. I've been telling all my friends about your jokes. Oh, it's so much fun. Um, what can I do for you? I said, I have a prescription to pick up. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she said, okay, what's your canatella? And I gave her my canatella. And then she opened it and I was watching her face and you can tell, you can tell on their face. She's looking at the screen and then suddenly her smile just went to like a straight mouth. <laughs> it was like, oh. So what I realized is that uh, because I've worked so hard to get noticed in this country, my crabs are now everybody's crabs. Well, I think this this was a beautiful story. Uh, I love the fact that uh, uh, you being famous is becoming a problem for you. Um, <laughs> and so it should be, because fame comes with a price. So welcome to the club, Jonathan. You like it? Thanks. You like it? Sometimes, when I get free shit. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. Uh, it's 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 uh, but uh, yeah. So the, you 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 shaved your pubic area now? No, I I thought no. I would get the podcast out of the way. Okay, so you're still you're, you're still carrying the passengers. Yes. <laughs> oh my God! I've been speaking to you this whole time, 
and there have been other people in the room. <laughs> when you put me on speaker and other people are listening, you let me know. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> Uh, well, and that was my embarrassment of the week. It was a wonderful embarrassment. It will be your. Uh, it will be a legacy. Your legacy. This this story. Yes. Uh, I'm. I'm going to suggest that we skip Operation Sex God because we have limited time, and also it's always embarrassing. But I did actually. Let's uh, just to say I did yeah. twenty push-ups this morning. Oh, that's lovely. Look at the good you do. Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. I was going to suggest we skip it too because I have been a fatty, fat, fat, drunky, drunk, drunk. Uh, so let's go straight to... How... Uh, is it gay uh, or how? How to speak... <laughs> how to I don't speak remember. Australian. To speak Australian. Have you got uh, so, one for me? Yes. I have the word sorkarent. Okay. Have you... Sorkarenter. Yes. is the plural for rönd, which is stripe. This is stripes. Sork. You know what that is? That is sorrow. Sorrow stripes. Yeah, stripes. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess what they are. Are they frown lines? Frown lines, like on your forehead? On your, no, yeah, on, on your... No, on your face? Yeah. No, they aren't. They, well, it sounds like it should be, but lines of stripes of sorrow, or lines of sorrow, is actually the filth under your fingernails. Oh, so if you have fingernail dirt. Fingernails, fingernail dirt, it's called stripes of sorrow. And uh, for a while there... I, th- I did think it was an Icelandic origin, but it's actually not because. But it sounds very Icelandic because it's very poetic, but it's uh, it's actually from Danish origin, and it comes from. Mm-hmm. It's uh, whenever there was like a, a death, in as uh, like uh, when uh, in the uh, what's it called the obituary the obituary, like yeah, in yeah, the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. If they are announcing that somebody died, they made a, like a, a black frame around the announcement and around the uh, article in the newspaper, so people would know mm-hmm. that this will, you will read this with sorrow in your heart, and that's what sorkar uh-huh. render is. For some reason, which I haven't figured out yet, this. Meaning, the word for sorgarendur, originally it meant the box around the obituary, but now it's uh, uh, now it means fingernail dirt, which I think is weird and pretty at the same time. Fingernail dirt. Yeah. Hmm. Stripes of sorrow. So sorgarendur? Mm-hmm. Sorgarendur. Nice, I like that. Stripes of sorrow. Aww, it's so Icelandic. Yeah, I guess lines of sorrow would be more correct. Stripes of sorrow, I'm just thinking of a crying zebra right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. I thought today um, I could... Remember how we did the rule of 
of of like shortening Australian words. Mm-hmm. I thought I could give you a word, and you tell me what you think it becomes in Australian. Okay. Okay. So, first word is breakfast. Brekkie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Brekkie. A surfer. A sur. How can I shorten that? It's two syllables. It, this is the weird thing about Australian is that you you can't like it actually doesn't become shorter, but they do it. Okay. Surfy. Surfy. Yeah. Okay. Surfy. Yeah. So the name Douglas. Uh, Dougie. Yeah. Uh, a tracksuit. <laughs> Traggy. <laughs> Yeah, a trekking. Now the interesting addition, the interesting addition to trekking is that um, pants, like like uh, you call them bookshit, um in Icelandic, can be called dax. Why is it called dax? I don't know. Um, so if you have tracksuit pants, it's your tracky dax. Tracky dax. All right. What about chewing gum? Look, there's Daggy the Safi and his tracky dax having a brekkie. <laughs> having brekkie. <laughs> so what? <laughs> what is chewing gum? Uh, chewy, chewy. Yep. Like ch- yeah. Chewbacca. Okay. No, chewy. Yeah. Why? Why uh, the name Chewbacca? Is it just? Was somebody chewing a chewing tobacco, tobacco when maybe they? I I actually yeah I remember one time I was watching Star Wars with Icelandic subtitles and his name was Topakstuka which may means, means to chew tobacco. tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's Weird. one. Here's one that. Here's one that I always find because it's actually really. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Um, yes. Uh, so here, there's one. There's one that I find really hard because often I go to say these words to people when I live in Iceland, and I, um, I have to correct myself. One I constantly forget to correct. I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you the Australian word, and you tell me if you know what it is. It's mm-hmm. doco. Doco. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to. I'm going to see the. I'm gonna see the sex doco, to have him take care of my crabs, crab crabbies, my crabbies. <laughs> no. My little crabbies. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Aye>, me lad. <laughs> the crusty I'm gonna, crab. I'm just gonna sound like a pirate whenever I try to speak Australian. Yeah, uh, I'm going to the sex doco to have him take care of my little, wee little crabbies. <laughs> My wee little crabbies. Nah, that's not it. Yeah. Doco <laughs> is is documentary. Doco. Okay. Yeah. Nice one. So I often say, oh, I was I was watching this doco the other night, and uh, <laughs> and people always go, what? <laughs> yeah. It's so Australian to find something very sophisticated and find a way to make it sound extremely non-sophisticated. Okay, and the last one I'll give to you because you come from a country that is very... Fish is very important in Iceland. Um, yes. <clears throat> so, so, a fishmonger, like someone... We, 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 we eat a lot of fish in Australia, yeah. but uh, unlike Australia where the fish eat you. 
Yeah, in, yeah. in Australia, Australia fish, fish is you. Uh, <laughs> so a fish, a fishmonger, or like someone who takes care of like a fish store, what would you call them in Australia? Uh, a fishmonger, I would call him. Uh, <clears throat> I would call him. Uh, a copy monger. Uh, no, <laughs> it's it's fish show. Fish show. Well, that was obvious, but I th- I was trying. To, I, I thought it was even too too obvious. Yeah, yeah, fish show. And then if it's a fish and chip store, it's a fish and chipo. Yeah. Okay. So you just add an O. Or an E. Wait. Or an E. Okay. Like brekkie fish show. Hmm. It's not fishy. Yeah. It's fish show. Brekkie and fish show. I have a fish. For Bracky, I'm I'm going to the fish show to buy me a Bracky for I give up. To eat with Dougie the Surfy in my tracky decks. Dougie the Surfy in my tracky decks. Knees, knees. Ravis pulling me hair. Ravis pulling me hair. This is my, this is my impersonation of... Heartbreak high. Ravis pulling me here, miss. You sound like a kiwi. Yeah, I, uh, it's very. Uh, my, it's hard enough to try to do the Australian accent, and of course, I, I, it's impossible for me to know the difference between a kiwi accent and an Aussie accent. Yeah, which I find really fascinating because, as like someone who grew up in Australia, they are so intensely different. Yet we're the only two countries who can tell each other apart. It's. I think it's actually well. This uh, you might find it just as strange as us uh, Nordic people find when all the other people on the planet th- think we all sound like the Swedish chef, who, by the way, yeah. the Swedish chef in the Muppets does not sound Swedish at all. He doesn't he actually, at all. No. He do- He actually sounds more ne- he Norwegian. Sounds nor- if n- Norwegian. Yeah. yeah. He's heard about the good bird on the bird. And nobody's talking like, home, they don't. This, like, uh, it's just, it's Danish and Swedish is so different. And yeah. you, you've seen my, do my, do, you've seen me do my Swedish side. It's like, snälla, yeah. förlåt, men för har inga kläder på dig, lägger man. Förlåt, men det lägger man. Och then, then, yeah. then there's Danish, which is like, hell, Google, can I say, computer, computer. Yeah, and then there's uh, Norwegian. 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 Wow, that 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 sounded like the words you hear before you die. Mm-hmm. That it was just that was de- depressing, a depressing language. Can you do Faroese? Yeah, it's uh, Faroese is so close to Icelandic that uh, that it's hard. But Faroese is. Something like this. Yeah, I was just, I was just saying like gibberish. Yeah, but I, because I was watching a Faroese horror film earlier today, and if what? you just, 
Yeah, I'll send you a link. It's it's oh, a please. it's online. It's half an hour. It's a a horror film. It was shot by a Faroese guy who actually lives here in Iceland, and he's a musician oh. as well. Oh, um, this is your yeah. one. No, Wait, did I, no, who? It's uh, Heidrikur is his name. Oh, so there are all yeah. in all three three Faroese people in Iceland. Oh, probably. Yeah. That I know yeah. of. Have you have you ever heard Greenlandic? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like somebody dropped a phone into water. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> well, that and was how to speak Australian. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's important to leave how to speak Australian as soon as you are entering a racist territory. Exactly, now, exactly. Mm. Now it's time for get it to get me straight. straight. Do you have a question for me? Yes, 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 I do. Yeah, uh, I do actually. Is slut shaming? Uh, how 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 is slut shaming in the gay community? <gasps> That's a really good question. That is a really good question because okay, I'm going to tell you something the gays don't want you to know. I. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be real. And I am going to tell you something that may... I may end up like Julian Assange. I may be seeking asylum in the Swedish embassy because the gays of Iceland... Well, actually, the world will fire me from gayness. Um, <laughs> they will just go, you're, you're out. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally out. No, actually, you're back in. You're in the closet now. Um, <laughs> you're no longer one of us. You need to give us back your card in your lifetime sub supplied at glitter.com. Uh, uh, so, uh, the, thing, the thing I have noticed is that the gays are supposedly not slut shamers. So, the, supposedly not. So, how, su how, how supposedly? Like, oh, you got laid, you go girl. Like, you know, additional generic uh, gay comment. Um, like it, it, it's, it's viewed as like, yeah, you have, you had sex last night. Good on you. But I can tell you slut shaming still fucking happens just as much in the gay world as it does in the straight world. And I have experienced it so much in the last year. I really have. Yeah. Yes. Like, like, um, the, the amount of times I've heard rumors about people I've had sex with because I walked down the stairs with them at the same time at Kiki, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the only gay bar in Reykjavik. But the whole thing is like, okay, so if there's a rumor that I had sex with that person and you're not slut shaming, then why is there a rumor? Like the rumor is slut shaming. The rumor is, is like, yeah, oh, yeah, he slept with someone. Yeah, the rumor is slut shaming. But uh, here's another thing. Is it, is it as much of a slut shaming? And now I'm not thinking gay or straight. Now I'm thinking male or female. Because <clears throat> when you hear rumors about yourself, when you hear that people are saying, oh, he is a player. He is, yeah. a he is always sleeping with people. People mm -hmm. want his penis. You th do it, does uh, a part of you take that as a compliment? Or if, like, it's well, happy, but I, whoa, they think I'm such a stud. That's not what they say, though. No, what do they, they say? Never, they they say, never say, oh, people want to sleep with him. They say, oh, he's a slut. Mm. They say, he they don't say that, everyone. they don't say that people want to, with slut shaming, it's never, oh, people want to sleep with you. It's always, oh, you're going after it. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how dare you go after fulfilling a need that you have? You mm -hmm. know, how dare, how dare you? you? How very dare you? Uh, you know, uh, when someone seems interested in you, how dare you leave the premises and go to the privacy of somewhere else uh, and be two consenting adults who just want to have some fun together? How very dare you? You know, it's, it's, uh, and I think, I think I, 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 I've said this for years in my stand up. I think the crux of slut shaming is jealousy. I, yeah, I would, I'm gonna go ahead and, and agree with you there, old buddy, old pal. Yeah. Uh, because, I, I mean... Slut shamers just are not having enough sex. I do, but I do also, I'm also wondering if it's, you know, if you're a girl and have the same reputation, then <clears throat> it is a kind of a worse thing socially. No, it's, it's totally worse. And, and women don't have to do anything at all to be slut shamed. They, no, exactly. They don't even have to have sex to be slut shamed. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's they just have to dress a certain way. And then they're slut shamed. Uh, it's it's it is definitely it is it is a complete like it is it is an all like once again here we are fuck the patriarchy. Um, mm -hmm. It is like I I think I was saying that the slut shaming happens just as much in the in the gay world as the straight world, but it is by no means worse than the slut shaming that happens to women. Yeah, I know. I, so that's uh, here's the thing. I was going to use this opportunity and c complain about some recent slut shaming I've had in my life. Yeah. But then, then while when I'm thinking more about it, it's kind of uh, um, uh, for me uh, complaining about being slut shamed. It's almost uh, it's such a first world problem or, or a patriarchy problem. But or, I, I would or, still or like luxus. to hear about it. What happened? Well, what happened, honey? It, <laughs> First of all, uh, I've been thinking about this since the roast, and I, I, I maintain that the roast was a wonderful thing to happen to me, but it was it kind of just opened me up, and, and, and I mean, they ripped out my soul and waved it in front of me, uh, so I'm forced to yeah. look at myself in another way. And I think it's it's actually a wonderful thing. It it was the best slash worst night of my life, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't. And if I could repeat it, I would. I would repeat it. But uh, they, my friends, <laughs> within goose feet, my mm -hmm. friends pointed out that I'm a huge slut, and uh, this is something I actually thought about earlier before the the roast because I was on a date in recent history where. Uh, the girl uh, who was on a date with me met uh, uh, like a, a friend of hers and the friend is saying, yeah, who are you with here? And she points to me, yeah, I'm, I'm with him. And the girl says to my date, she says, oh, he slept with two of my friends. And this bothered my date a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and she co confronted it, uh, confronted me um, with it later on the night, which I mm -hmm. appreciated. And we had the conversation and everything was good. But... Um, <clears throat> But I, but at that moment when I was told that, yeah, the fact that I had slept with two of this girl's friends, uh, was, uh, yeah, I, I, I felt like I was supposed to be ashamed about it, at some level, mm -hmm. and I really wasn't, uh, and still am not sure how I should feel about it, because it's not like I'm proud, uh, I'm not um, 
like uh, like every girl I sleep with is not like a trophy or anything to me, and like you said, uh, shame like shame on me for for fulfilling the urges that I have or whatever. So it's just exactly. I'm, I'm feeling a bit slut shame these days, and I'm feeling a bit, uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, yeah I'm 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 thinking about what it all means or whatever. And okay, here let's to to round it all off. Slut shaming is the reason why I feel embarrassed to have crabs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I wrote a whole play which is called a Uterus in English, which is a the yep. play about the female pregnancy, uh, teenage pregnancy in the future, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, and basically one of the messages of the play was uh, that. Um, was that uh, you, you know there's not nothing wrong with being a slut a slut being a slut is actually a wonderful thing what you're doing is you uh, people who sleep with a lot of people uh, they aren't necessarily doing well a lot of the time they are but that's not really a bad thing but that that's not the only thing why they're doing they're not necessarily doing it because of their own sec- insecurities mm-hmm. they're often doing it because they just love uh, being loved and the love to love and the love to give love that was the, exactly. what they said in my play uh, yeah. the girl girl in my play the my message was that she loves to love and mm-hmm. there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but if you're a girl you get more shit about it if you're a guy people will actually kind of some people will put you on a pedestal for it and other people won't uh, those people who won't are my friends and comedians and I love them for it well, I will say, I will say, just, just, just to sort of like uh, officially answer your question, um, being free, the, the gay community is strange because being free and liberal and not judging everybody is part of the crux of what you're supposed to do as a gay person. However, mm-hmm. I get a lot of shade thrown at me whenever I've had sex. That sucks. Yeah, I mean, it's always. And when I say shade, you know, when it's like, it's, it's a dig in a joking manner. Um, but it, that's still slut shaming. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, so I did. And like, for instance, I had someone, okay. So, you know, everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I dated somebody for a few months. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I, um, had after, because of this podcast and I talked about being white or wasted, um, I went home with somebody you know, uh, and the thousands of listeners listening to this know this. I had someone make a joke at my expense recently at one of my bar jobs um, about saying that I didn't leave it enough time after we had finished dating to start having sex with other people. And I know that I did it second. I had oh, waited. Really? I had waited longer, you know, like... <laughs> I know he had been with other people beforehand and it's like, wow, well, what, what do you hope to, to achieve from this? You're just like, it's, and that's, that's where I think so much of slut shaming is just about jealousy or just about not really understanding some of the situation. I, I, I agree with you a lot there because I never understand why people, why other people care about your yeah. uh, sexual habits or whatever. I never, I never yeah. get that. Why would they judge you? Why? Because yeah. you're not fucking them. 
You're fucking other no. people. What, or maybe, what, what maybe, maybe they're judging you because they want you to fuck them. Well, yeah, let's let's that be the analysis of the whole issue. All the people who are slut-shaming yeah. you, they only... The, the thing is, they just want to fuck you. That's that's the thing. They, yeah. wish, they, they wish they were as slutty as you are. Because they want to fuck you. Sluttiness, they... sluttiness is a beautiful yep. thing because you're distributing yep. love. That's what you're doing, motherfucker. To don't everyone. quit. Don't stop. Yeah. Don't, don't quit. Slutting. Stop. Don't you're quit. Slutting. Sting. <laughs> Hold on to that feeling. Unless it itches, in which case you should probably see a medical professional because you might have crabs. Um, yes. Also, uh, known but, as, but, also known as love trophies. I'm gonna call your love little lice, lice boat. I will no longer call them lice boat people. I will call them love trophies. Love trophies. Oh <laughs> my STDs, god. Also known as love trophies. <laughs> oh well, they're god. STIs now. Did you know that? TIs. What's that? Infections. They're infections. They're not diseases anymore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's STI, not STD. That's a long distance phone call. STD? Yeah. I didn't get that one. Yeah. Well, in, in, in English speaking countries, STD is an abbreviation of a term that means a long distance phone call. Oh, I understand. Well, that must cause a lot of yeah. confusion and a lot of comedy. It does. It does. So the moment that it became STI, everyone was like, oh, I'm so relieved. Um, yeah, oh, I know, but anyway, I, I like have a, a question. Like... <laughs> yeah, but here, here's the thing, Jonathan. Here's the thing. Yeah. I, I have to run. And we're not yeah, done okay, you've got by, to run. by a long shot. But I'm thinking, should no. you do a, a hangover taping in the morning? In the morning? Like, pick up where we left off? Yeah. Yeah, because we only have... This is Gate to Me Straight, so we only have... Ants of Agony. Yeah, okay, we can do that. Huli and I had to have a slight intermission so that he could go do a fabulous gig in Finland and I could apply crab cream and shave my balls. But in the meantime, if you are enjoying our comedy stylings and would like to see our Australia show, we'll be doing one final performance of it at Hura on the 9th of November starting at 9pm. Tickets will be on sale shortly. Now back to the Australia podcast. Mine is now recording also, and so no one no told, told you, you life, life was, was gonna, gonna be this way. way. Good enough. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I feel like it's been forever since I've spoken to you. Me as well. I went uh, and had a gig, and it was a fucking hit. I tell you, Jonathan, yep. those Finnish people, they like my jokes. They like your jokes. They like my jokes. They like my jokes. They like your jokes. They like your books. Yes, they are. They are. Uh, uh, yeah, they are basically just paying my bills and have been for 10 years. I'm pretty. I'm always really? grateful to the Finnish nation. I'm, I'm in Finland. I've, I've been in Finland every year for 10 years. Wow. One year, I think it was 2015 or 14, I went to Finland four different times. 
And it's just because the people want you there to sign books and do gigs? Yes. They're, they're, there's something wrong with them. Something is in the water. It oh. must have been like a, a nuclear spill or something. Uh, but I'm not complaining. No, you take the money and run, honey. And you know what? I'm really also glad that I'm not in Iceland these days because of the election. Yeah. Everyone is being a WLB on what, the internet these days. What's that? A whiny little bitch. Oh, about the election? Yeah, everyone is just... Everyone is making a point about one political party or other. Everyone is so boring these days. With all due respect, I know it's important and everything, but everyone turns into... Just the the most annoying person when they when there's an election. There's an there's an actual article on Vser.is which I woke when I woke up and went to Facebook, the first thing I saw was an article about people complaining on the internet on it's a, they're they're doing articles about people talking about election on Facebook. That's what's happening. That is what is happening, my friend. Mm. Slow news day. Very slow. Yeah, yeah, it's very slow because on, on Morgunblad.is or MBL.is there's a there's an yeah. actual there's an actual news item about a phone <laughs> this is true. There's an actual like an article, a new it's a news item about a phone being stolen mm. in an after, in an after party. Really? What? Yes. A phone got stolen in an after party and it made the newspaper. It made the newspaper. This is... Okay. Okay, I'm going to turn around and say, this is why I love Iceland, actually. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be complaining about belonging to a country where this is a news item. I should be happy. It's like I'm, it's like I'm living in Twin Peaks. <laughs> Are you sitting at the diner eating some cherry pie? Oh, I wish I was. I'm sitting at the tiniest little hotel room. The one I got <clears throat> the night before was huge. It had a huge, huge window and a view and a double bed. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. This one is just a cupboard. It's, it's tiny. It's a single bed. It has no minibar. Uh, and and it, it uh, almost doesn't fit the furniture that are in here. Are you in Are you in Helsinki? No, I am in Yveskila. Uh, Yveskila. Uh, last night I was in Ulu, and now I am in Yveskila. And uh, in uh, maybe twenty minutes they're co coming to take me away. They're coming to take me away. They're coming to take me away to uh, Kuopio. Right. Uh, well, we best night... we we best hurry then. We best. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, since since we're we're picking up from where we left off yesterday, it is now time for the and no, because you have yet to ask me a gay Tommy Strait question. Oh yes, yes. Well, mine was a very simple one yesterday. All right. Um. Uh. So my gay Tommy Strait question to you was going to be about uh, what do they call marital aids, um, or a marital or aids. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's when you contract HIV virus while being married. No, um, actually, that's a it's a very prudish English way of saying sex toys. 
Ah, sex toys. Yes. They call them marital aids. Um, oh, so. <laughs> I wondered because I, 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 you know, when we were in San Francisco, we did go into a sex store, uh, and I remember the next day having this thought of like, do you ever get, um, I don't know, feel a little left out that the majority of the sex toys are geared towards items that get put inside people. Oh yeah, I get it. Um, no, no, it's not a problem. Uh, I've never like, uh, no, felt like that. I've never really explored my my anus that much, mm-hmm. so I haven't I haven't put like things inside it. Uh, People have put their fingers inside it, but mm-hmm. but I never felt the need to put an actual foreign object there because you know once you're in bed and have the uh, you know quick equipment growing out of you, um, that's basically all I need. I'm a simple I'm a simple man like Klaus Nomi. I'm a simple man. Once you have the equipment growing out of you. <laughs> but I, do you... I, would, I wouldn't... I don't know. If if I would go home with a person who uh, is into these toys and wants, wants to put toys inside me, I will mm-hmm. consider it. But mm-hmm. it's not necessary and not something that is... Uh, um, dominating in my uh, mind right do you wish that there were more uh possibly more uh, uh toys available for for to stick things into well i have tried uh one of uh what's it called it's just was basically just a, a fake vagina yeah and uh, i didn't like it that much it was just a hassle uh, I, th- I think my hands would have done a better job. Why was it a hassle? Uh, it was just this whole plastic thing. It's not real, and I mean, I th- I think I, my I, maybe my imagination was kind of insulted that this was there. It was some mm-hmm. something something that somebody gave to me as a joke. So. Um, uh, yeah, my, my I was thinking. Oh, no, no, I don't need uh, like a something that is <coughs> made to look like a vagina when I can just use my fist and my mind. Your fist and your mind. Yeah, my fist and my mind is all I need. <laughs> uh, 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 I don't want to know what That's you're doing. That's going to be my campaign slogan. When my I, fist uh, and my mind. When I have a political party, fist and mind together at last. I don't need a fake vagina. I just use my fist. And my mind. All right. Well, I'm satisfied with that answer. Um, yes. So, uh, so let's go on to the ants. The ants of agony. Did you get sent any questions this week? I did not. You are I the did. ones who get the questions. I did. I got sent a question, um, and this question is uh, quite appropriate for um, for this episode, I believe. Okay. So this question comes from an anonymous person. It was sent to me by text. Uh, and they said, uh, I have just had a sexual health check 
and mm -hmm. it has this is a theme today yes and it turns out i have something okay this clinic have asked me to create a list for them of the people i have slept with in the last couple of months oh uh, yeah how do i inform them that i may have given them something without them hating me well you can't guarantee that those people won't hate you mm. the last last time this happened to me it actually happened <clears throat> a while ago mm -hmm. and um, i actually didn't even know if i had contracted something mm. but I, I i had left the country and mm -hmm. i found out just the day i was leaving the country i got a message from a girl i had slept with she said mm -hmm. that she had contracted something uh -huh. and and uh, so she told me I might have it. So I went and then into another country. Uh, me being a foreigner there, it would be <clears throat> much more difficult me, to me to have a sexual checkup there. So I didn't even know. I couldn't confirm if I had something. Mm -hmm. But I felt the need anyway to let those people that I had slept with in the past half, uh, six months or so, yeah, I just thought I have to tell them anyway, because I don't know if I can get the checkup while I'm here, but I just, I don't know, my conscience told me to tell them anyway. So I, I actually told people uh, that they might be, uh, uh, ha they might have chlamydia. Yeah, without even knowing if you had it. Without even knowing if I had it. So uh, I think it's just necessary to let people know in any kind of situation and if they will hate you that is that is kind of their problem because like i've said before we live in a country where uh, a lot of people are fucking each other mm -hmm. and uh, if you're gonna be insulted and and if you're gonna think less of the person who lets you know about this mm -hmm. then you're mm -hmm. being a bit of an asshole because at least the person lets you know yeah that's true so it's just, <laughs> it's just part of life and uh, uh, what I did is I just sent them all a message on Facebook. The only time I've ever heard of someone getting upset about that was when they were in a situation where they were being unfaithful to a partner. Yeah, well that, that's a reason to be upset. Mm. So I guess for our aunt of agony, I think it's just you have to bite the bullet you have to send like a, a courteous message and say mm -hmm. i'm so sorry about this but these things happen something like that and uh, <clears throat> if the other people are not uh, assholes they will um they will say thank you for letting me know and also if they if they if they react negatively you should still keep up kind of uh, uh the civil yeah uh, attitude and say i'm really sorry say just sorry again but this has happened at least i let you know yeah yeah so be the bigger person yes do you think um it's it's okay to do it via facebook yeah, that's how i did it i mean that's it's just the 21st century and it's more efficient that way i mean mm. are you gonna just call and hope that the person answers nobody calls you anymore anyway no no one calls actually only one person ever calls me and that's paul dosko yeah, well, la-dee-da. <laughs>
<laughs> but that was that was the only ants of agony question we got. We did get a um, uh, what would you call it? Like uh, somebody commenting on our last uh, podcast, if you would oh. like. Sure, sure. To hear it. So remember, I just I asked you about something about the sounds of the vagina. Yeah, well, you asked me about like a vaginal crust. Yes, <laughs> like do they stick together in the morning? Yeah. Okay, so I had I had uh, one of our listeners uh, uh-huh. said, "Hey, so I'm listening to the latest podcast, which is awesome." And just thought you should know that the sound you made of what you thought a vagina would sound like first thing in the morning is actually the sound of a pushing a tampon back in a bit further. Not when you first put it in, but if it has started to come out, but you need it to stay in a bit longer because you've run out. Also, uh, it needs to be the t- towards the end of your flow when it's not a waterfall of blood. Thought you'd like to know. Well, the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> that, comes from, that comes from Emma in Australia. Yeah, oh, 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 I'm in Australia. Well, this was, <clears throat> this was actually, yeah, it was a lovely piece of information. And, and I was actually thinking about this the other day, me mm. trying to explain vaginas to you. It's just, it's like, it's pretty much uh, what you call it, the, the handicap leading the blind or whatever. That was probably very unpleasant of me. Well, this, the, I don't know, the saying in English is the blind leading the blind. Mm-hmm. The blind leading the blind. I think yeah. that phrase is like a pretty much anti-blind. You know, it's not very PC. Yeah. It's not very twenty no, century. It's it's not very PC at all. <coughs> but what the blind is these days? Oh, I'll, I'll tell nothing. you one. I'll tell you one thing that's not PC. Everything we say ever on this podcast. <laughs> oh man, you are very, very right. Uh, speaking of which, it has been a day since I spoke to you, and I'm pretty sure my boat people of lice will be gone. <laughs> yeah, did you sh- shave in the meantime? I did. Oh, lovely. You're, you're not the usually, you're, are you a manscaper? Nope. Nope. So you're just, go, you're, you're just a, a, a true, true bear or an otter. I think so. Like uh, I haven't manscaped since I left Australia, so. Um, so you were more of a manscaper in Australia. Oh man, you've seen my Twinkie past. Oh, I thought he was gonna say something else. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to. I used to like trim all my body hair, and and I always was trying to be as skinny as possible, and. Yeah, but then I, I kind of got here and, and went, I'm going to grow a beard and I'm going to have body hair. And if people don't like it, they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, well, okay, that's cool. <clears throat> but I feel I feel like it's it's nice to have pubic hair in Iceland because it, otherwise it's cold. Does it, though? I mean, I've never really, like, shaved it all. I, maybe once, like, as an experiment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I would so, think so the main issue would be like it itching when it grows back when you have like a a, a cactus when I so, I call it I, uh, it's called a cactopus when when a vagina is shaved and it starts growing back so it gets kind of like sandpaper that's cactopus a cactopus oh my god uh, um, uh, so, <laughs> so do you manscape? 
No, I I do a bit of trimming, yes, and also a bit of shaving of the balls. Oh, I don't I don't go that far. Wow. I started doing it when soon I was in a relationship, and I just start I I just like it. I like the feel of my balls when they're shaved. Well, don't they get itchy when it grows back? Well, I don't let it grow back. It's just a uh, it's just a part of my shower routine. You just, just to keep it keep it up like that. Wow, because you know you, that it takes a bit of skill. Like yesterday, um, I was uh, before I spoke to you, I was about to go watch um, Bilge's brother. He was in a, a, a chef competition, and she sent okay. me a message saying, uh, "Are you going to come along and watch a chef competition?" And I said to her, uh, "I could make up a really um, awesome excuse, but I'm not going to lie to you. I have crabs, and I have to go home and shave my balls." Um, <laughs> and then, and she said, "I thought they were extinct in Iceland. Stop banging foreigners." Um, <laughs> and then, and then she said, "Don't forget to stretch the skin so you don't cut yourself." Uh, she said that. Yeah. So she she has like knowledge in the shaving of the balls. I would yeah. love that. Yeah, <clears throat> I should ask you well, about that. Of course, yeah, you have to, you have to kind of stretch the skin, or at least doing it in a chilly environment where it's not like hanging, where it's more in there. But balls are a funny thing. Scrotum is a really funny thing. It is. It is. They're, yeah. they're, they're quite interesting. I I think they're kind of, I I think they're they're pretty. Yeah. Well, you would. I do. Not every not every man thinks they're pretty. No, um, so if are there gay men out there who like see the? I mean, we male men they live male men, yeah. They, they live with this thing hanging on their body their whole life, so they get used to the fact that mm. you have the like this strange Cronenberg esque thing hanging on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, uh, I would, you know, there 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 isn't isn't the gay man out there that finds the penis to be like revolting. Oh, probably, but there's probably something wrong with him. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, but, but I mean, they're all they're all so different as well. That's, it's part of the. I guess I would imagine that would be part of the fun of of being a man with a woman is that every vagina is different as well. Like it is. Yes. When absolutely. you go home with someone, part of the joy of the taking off the clothes is what do you look like under there? Yes. Um, let me let me see it. Oh, so that's what it looks like. I remember. Remember, I, I told you I was in that play where there was like a this sixteen person orgy for twenty minutes and everyone was naked. Oh. <clears throat> I remember we um. The cast, one night uh, we went around the circle and gave each other compliments because we were all um, a bit sick of uh, the director and how he was crazy. Um, give and me compliments. Give, give me compliments. compliments. And there was this one, because, you know, we'd been in that play for three weeks in rehearsals, and so, you know, you knew what everybody looked like naked. Mm-hmm. And I, this thing just slipped out of my mouth one night. This one guy, his name was Dan, <laughs> and it, it was my turn to give him a compliment. <laughs> And I said to him, so, Dan, wait, wait a minute. So, sorry, you, you, you were in a, a, an, a, an orgy and this thing slipped out of your mouth. Okay, keep on. <laughs> keep on going. A simulated orgy. And I remember I just said to him, it was my turn to give a comment because I couldn't think of something about his personality off the top of my head. So I said, Dan, your balls look like they would be an amazing eye pillow. Um, <laughs> 
Because <laughs> they just, yeah. they looked so soft and, and yeah. they were so hairless and they were just, they're really big. Like they look like the kind of thing, if you just spread them over your eyes, it would be like if you got like, you know when you, you, you have a massage and sometimes they put like really soft, hot rocks like on your back or, you know, like, a, like an eye mask. All right, just, they just looked so comfortable. Okay, yeah. Well, that's a very good compliment. Yeah, like, because basically you're saying, I would let you sit your balls on my eyes. Yeah, yeah, well, I remember one time a girl complimented me on my shaved balls. Uh-huh. And, and she wasn't even, she wasn't even like a, a trimmer herself. She, she mm-hmm. was uh, a natural. She had a full bush. So just the fact that she gave me a compliment about my manscaping, I, it was like, it was a, um, like extra compliment for me. I was like, wow, thank you. Well, on the, on the note of compliments, well, perhaps, perhaps there was something meaningful today is that we just give each other a compliment. Yes, I love those meaningful things. <laughs> Go on. Oh yeah, I start? Okay. Um, you, Jonathan, are, well, I've, I've paid you uh, many a compliment in mm. uh, the, the time we've known each other. Mm-hmm. And I find you to be uh, very tolerable. <laughs> and, and this is this is a good this <clears throat> this is a big one you know mm. this is a big compliment because i i find myself to find people more and more not tolerable the longer you uh, know them no just the longer i am part of humanity mm-hmm. uh and uh, i I, although I'm trying this thing where I'm trying to love everybody, yeah, it's hard sometimes because you know people are people. Uh, but you, my friend, are one of those people that I could get stuck on an island with, and not get sick of you until maybe in five days. You know, that's that's a big one. Mm. That is that's actually it's a huge compliment. <laughs> well, you're welcome, Jonathan. Thank you. Oh, God, I don't know how to top that. Oh, wow. Um, Jesus. Oh, I'm going to need some more coffee for this. Oh, wow. Ooh. How do I top that? Co- <coughs> Telling someone that, that you would happily be stuck in a desert island with them for at least five days, I think that's that's the biggest compliment you can give them. Um, I would think so, yes. Yeah, that's almost like uh, <clears throat> proposing uh, marriage. Almost, it's like a, it's like a bromance, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We could do, we could do. I think, I think our podcast is like a bromance podcast. It is like a bromance, and and actually, you you've kind of because I always wanted to have a bromance at least once in my life, um, and and I I believe I found that in you. Well, I think that's your compliment right there. Yeah. Uh, my 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 heart skipped a beat right now. It it really oh. did. <laughs> the bromance of Jono and Billy. <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm number four on your spooning list. Yes, even though. Well, the, the others have been working at it for like decades. They have, they have. But that's, I think, that's, the, yeah. I, and, and you do inspire me. 
you do inspire me with with your your enterprising capabilities well you too man you too <clears throat> i think we're similar in that way we both like have ambitions because we don't want to be stuck in a rut no no i don't want to be working in a bar forever hey i i got just got a message from a fellow comedian and they're yep. picking me up at the lobby so i have to leave i'm going to Kuopio. well uh, enjoy Kuopio. Thank you very much. I will send you this file as soon as possible. I will be in for right. you in an hour, so you will get it before noon. Okay, and that was Australia. Australia. See ya. Fleiri skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is Takk fyrir að hlusta.